0: Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors' 116-93 to win against the Dallas Mavericks. Riker, this is no longer the Tampa Bay Raptors. Tonight, we saw the Toronto Raptors Woo! finally back since, honestly, pre-bubble. Woo! This was, obviously there were some low points during this game, but for the most part, the Raptors came out, beat a good team with two really strong players, and what were your thoughts
1: on this big win? Yeah, Ben... Listen, I had the hat. I had the, the Walmart hat for the start of the season. Get that out of here. We're back to the proper championship it's gone. It's Raptors. Gone. Back to the proper championship Raptors form, Ben. This one, it almost struck me as boring because you knew that the Raptors were going to win and we just haven't been accustomed to that this season, Ben. We've been flooded with the haters over the last couple of podcasts just saying demanding trades, Hating on Siakam, on Norman Powell, on Nick Nurse, masai everyone. I don't want to hear or see any of that in the comment section, Ben. The Raptors were back in form. This one was a beauty. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. Obviously, everyone has
0: the right to meme Siakam and make jokes about the guys, but people were seriously trashing on these players and saying that they're worth nothing and we should waive them. and. Very seriously, passionate arguments happening in the comment section of our Instagram, our TikTok, of our YouTube. So we we always, obviously we made some memes, but we always kind of prefaced it with, oh, we think they'll bounce back. We shouldn't tank. No more fade for Kate. I don't want to see that in our comment section anymore. But <laughs> tonight... The guy has played really well, and we've been talking about him on a lot of the the podcasts, but Siakam has bounced back tonight. 19 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds, and struggled at the beginning of this one, but was able to find his form in the second half, and the biggest issue with Siakam is he looks sometimes indecisive out there, and in the first quarter, in the first half, he went one for nine, and He was making these kind of semi-spins, dribbling and stopping and then passing right away. And we don't mind his passing because it's been much improved from the bubble in previous seasons, but... When he has an opportunity to go around a poor Zingas or one of these other bigs or post up a small like Hardaway or someone like that, he's just got to take a couple dribbles and take advantage of that matchup. And in the second half, we really saw that. He was finishing around the rim. His floaters were going in because he wasn't hesitating. He had a couple middies. So what were your thoughts from Siakam
1: specifically in that second half? Yeah, Siakam, too much dribbling in the first. Lack of mm-hmm. confidence in the first. All of these things, it... I, Matty D was calling for it. Jack was calling for it. Raptors fans all season have been calling for it. I've been saying, get your butt down in the low block, post up. You know, when Trey Burke switches on to you and you shoot a fadeaway jump shot and air ball it over him, you know there's an issue. There's something going wrong. And when he put his back to the basket, when he was aggressive, like the entire team was doing, like Norman Powell was doing all game long. Good things happen. That's the recipe for success for this Raptors team. And I wouldn't go around saying that the Dallas Mavericks are small. They have length. I mean, not phenomenal front court defenders, but they still are long guys. And the Raptors just drove it, drove it, drove it, drove it into the paint and yielded success. But, Ben, I don't even want to waste any minutes on Siakam because tonight it was Kyle Lowry, it was Chris Boucher, and it was the man that I've ridiculed, I've prosecuted, for an entire season. He's now emerging as the fan favorite, the new Bismack Biyombo, Stan the man, the Stanimal. He he put in some fantastic minutes on defense, man. This guy has come out and completely
0: changed the narrative around his play because he's not doing any stu- anything stupid. He makes one or two maybe erratic plays every now and then, but it's in the mix of phenomenal defense, some s- stellar shooting. He's knocking down seemingly every three. I have that... Sort of confidence that the same confidence I have in Matt Thomas that I do Stanley Johnson right now because he's just splashing them down when he's open out there. He's not dribbling into traffic and doing wild stuff. He's what he did to Luka Doncic tonight, him and OG Ananobi, it was miraculous. Luka Doncic coming off a phenomenal performance where I think he had a 30 plus 15 rebound, 15 assists, triple double against the Chicago Bulls. And tonight, I think he was kept to only 18 points on pretty pretty not stellar shooting only actually 15 points on four of 11 shooting so though you got to give credit to those two guys and we brought up how in the last game Stanley Johnson was playing center for this team now he's guarding the Dallas Mavericks point guard and Luka Doncic obviously a bigger point guard but his defensive versatility having him and OGE be able to be in your backcourt and the fact that he's a positive on the offensive end I think he's our seventh man right now. I threw this little question, I'll plug it right now, I threw it out on the TikTok, and people were saying, oh, he, we don't, we're, Boucher and Norm come off the bench. They're our seventh and sixth man. Aaron Baines is not our fifth guy. Boucher's our fifth guy. Norm's our sixth guy. Stanley Johnson, I think he stepped in as the, the seventh man. Do you think he's taken that spot? Because T, he's getting those minutes. He got 20 minutes tonight. TD got some spot minutes. Malachi's been getting a few. But I think Stanley Johnson's really the guy that deserves them
1: right now. Well, he's been getting consistently more minutes than Norman Powell has got, and it was yeah. only by grace that Norman had more minutes than him this evening, even though Norman Powell had seventeen points, fifty-four percent for I got the stats in a weird spot here. Fifty-four <laughs> percent from the field, two rebounds, two assists. He was just aggressive all game long, but Stanley Johnson has gone out there, he's deserved his minutes. It's coming, it's reverting back to when we had a classic bench mob. Not the same depth, but in the way that the guys are all fighting When they go out there to deserve to earn their minutes, that's what Stanley Johnson's doing. That's what Chris Boucher is doing. That's what Norm Powell needs to do more consistently. And that's what really helps when the starters are in a a funk, like Pascal Siakam started this game. Stanley Johnson, he's going out there. He's doing it perfectly, masterfully, I'd even say. Yeah, I know. A thousand
0: percent. And that's going to be essential for the playoffs as well. Having those wing defenders that can guard the Jalen Browns, the Jason Tatums, the Giannis Antetokounmpo's, the Jimmy Butler's, the Kevin Durant's, the James Harden's now. <laughs> These are all the players we're going to have to be guarding in the playoffs. Ben Simmons. So having players that can be A-plus for you on the defensive end and then a net positive on the offensive end, then that's going to be a huge Benefit to bring off your bench going into the playoffs, but you mentioned it—the whole entire bench that got minutes tonight played really well. Chris Boucher. Let's let's just let's do the segment right now, Riker. Let's uh, we'll throw right. it up on the screen. It up. Blocked! Blocked! Yeah, Blocked! Here comes pass! This was the play earlier. Whoa! Shadow right. win. Protect the paint, protect your jewels. And for people that don't know, we've been sponsored by Manscaped. They're a great uh, company. You want to talk about them, Riker?
1: Yeah, Ben, we got it here. We got the product and the bag and all that stuff. And really what this boils down to is a world-class product and a world-class shot protector in Chris Boucher. And I really want to emphasize that he is playing... A quarter of the minutes that Gobert and Turner are getting and he's up there three blocks in this game. And so likewise, if you are wanting the best trim of your entire life, hit up that product code down below wraps for 20% off. I actually swear by this all of my friends are getting it. It's not even a meme at this point. It's just straight up goodness. So Appreciate manscaped and all they're doing and allowing us some creativity to run with these wild segments. Ben, I know you're on board. Our writer, Josh is on board. So hit that up, but protect the paint, protect your jewels, protect the paint is chris boucher that's his model for this season this long lanky guy he's out there getting it done crazy efficiency he's the steph curry rudy gobert of the modern nba then there's nothing more you can say 21 points
0: 10 rebounds he probably used the man scrape because he got that
1: fresh kind of
0: fade going with the mohawk on top i don't know what he's got going on there but it's pretty clean maybe he's using some manscape on it on the side of his head there but Chris Boucher, man, it's been... I think it's at a point now where we can't say it's just a blip. It's a It's a point where he's getting 20 points seemingly every night. Matt. Uh, Matty D ta- starts talking at the end of every broadcast. Wow, Chris Boucher, seven straight games with two threes. When you look at last season, I think he was in the low 30s, maybe high 20s in three-point percentage. So he's really taken his game to the next level. And people have been questioned when Serge Ibaka left and Marcus left and we brought in Baines and... Who will be the backup center behind Baines? Because Baines is clearly going to be the guy that was going to be a beast. He had the Twitter fan account and all that sort of stuff. But Boucher said no to all of that. He said I should be the starting center. And man, he's he's ran with it. And it's not a meme at this point. And it, I saw, yeah. yeah, I saw jokingly, and maybe it's not even a joke. But I, I, one, I think it was one of my parents actually said to me, "Who has a better All Star chance?" Chris Boucher or Pascal Siakam at this rate right now, this offseason. I might throw
1: it out on Twitter, a little poll, but he's been a B-striker. Bee this is, so I'm still in the camp. It's kind of a joke, but kind of not. You're paying $120 million to Pascal Siakam. He's still the leader of this team. He's still playing good. He's in a good stretch of basketball right now. You know, he didn't have a fantastic last game. He struggled at the start of this game, but he's been good. He's a solid starter. He's a solid, whatever you want. Put him second best option, third best option. But when Pascal Siakam's going out there, he's shooting 36% from the field, zero percent from three. You know, zero blocks, zero steals. Chris Boucher, night and night out, is averaging more points per game, more rebounds, way more blocks. He had a steal this game. He's shooting almost 50% from three consistently. I mean, what else can he do, Ben? This guy, he's having the season of his entire life. The Raptors. As soon as we've unleashed Boucher the the fortune of the Raptors has just completely turned around and i expect that this momentum just keeps on going then and should there be a question at this point if he continues to put up 20 and
0: 10 nights with three blocks and his minutes continue to increase most improved that's been people something people have been talking about a lot at the high end Riker I know it's a shortened season so it's tough because he didn't play that well at the very start of the year do you think there's a maybe uh, it might be super rational an all-star case
1: for Chris Boucher if he continues this stretch of play? I don't think he's known enough. I don't think that an American broadcast even knows this man's name yet, but I think <laughs> I'm trying to make a symbol for the lock. Like he's I think he's a lock for either most improved or sixth man of the year if he doesn't get slid into the starting lineup because his stats are just they're hard to deny. I mean, yeah. having 80 less minutes, 100 less minutes played than Miles Turner and being the third in the league in blocks, you know, on 20 minutes per game, shooting 47% from three, just doing the things that he's able to do to pass over this man and his accomplishments, I, I just can't see it. So he's to me, he's a lock for most improved. He's a lock for Six man of the year if he keeps going at this trajectory. I don't think he has the notoriety yet to be an all-star, but give him two seasons in a row of this performance and he'll probably be the MVP of the league then. <laughs> He's on that sort of improvement trajectory that Siakam was on.
0: He probably just stole all the powers right there in terms of improvement and just really ran with it. Obviously, it's only a small stretch of games, but assuming it continues, who knows what could really happen with this guy. But before we swing into the segments, because we're running a little bit long, but Kyle Lowry tonight, a quiet 23-9-7 and Riker, He's been filling up the box score this whole entire season. He's certainly been our most consistent player this year in terms of night in, night out, being able to give us high production. And Norman Powell off the bench, 17 points, and obviously not much other stuff, but hit a 3, 6 of 11 from the field. I really like the way those two guys were attacking the rim. Lowry's three-point shot looks like
1: honestly better than it's ever been. What were your thoughts from those two players tonight? Quiet. Quiet, Ben. That's the perfect word to say. Quiet in terms of him getting points because he's doing the same things that he always does tonight. It just seemed to really click for him. He's not always this high efficiency from the field, but he's always doing the things to put himself into a position to have this type of game. But also he's silencing all of the people in the comment section that have been begging for him to get traded saying his time is up saying we need to trade him so that we can tank or get more pieces or get more assets, whatever you. And I have never put him on the block. We don't want to, He's the greatest player in Raptors history. He's the guy that performs come playoff time. I mean, it's blasphemy that people have been saying things that they have in the comment section. Tonight is another one of those nights, but I know that the haters will still be lurking. We're just going to sit on him. He's not getting moved. I'm saying that right now with an exclamation, Ben. Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop with these Lavery trades. This is too much. Right,
0: And it's not even, because we see a couple and it's, the, the wild ones, right? The Kyle Lowry to the Wizards or Bradley Beal. Obviously, Lowry is 35 years old or however old he is, 36. And the Wizards are never going to accept that. And if they offered that, sure, fair enough. Like, we'd accept that. We'd be down. But people are saying Mo Bamba. I've, I've heard Andre Drummond, like, consistently in our DMs, uh, looking through all those chats. Kyle Lowry is the reason we win these games. Kyle Lowry is the reason that night in, night out, we have a consistent player that when a Siakam is struggling and Fred's going off, he has that second star. When OG's playing well, who played well tonight, we didn't mention him, 13 points, 11 rebounds, he gets everyone going, and Chris Boucher's a lot of his emergence has been playing with Kyle Lowry, catching those sort of roll passes and going in there, so y'all gotta stop. Stop with this Kyle Lowry slander, this man is the Raptors GOAT. I'll, on that note, we're we're just we're just swinging into the spicy play of the day, and you know there there's a lot of plays in this one.
1: Chris Boucher had a, a couple of nice finishes around the rim. Do you have one in mind, Riker? Nothing in particular, Ben. He did have a nice couple of nice dunks. There was one really nice. It was towards the first half. Kyle Lowry dribbles in a little one of those <laughs> shovel passes like that to Chris Boucher, who yammed it on Kristaps Porzingis, who was nearby. Not close enough to block. I don't. I also don't think Kristaps Porzingis tries to block any shots. But that was nice. No, no, that's a myth. Kristaps Chris, Porzingis gets a
0: lot of block shots, especially pre-injury. He was a he was a stellar defender in there. That guy's seven three. But uh, no, definitely definitely a big dunk for Chris Boucher to dunk it over a seven three player. Terrence Davis came in with one of these sort of hockey cuffs. He did a took off from really far away you'd think he'd be laying it in and then just out of nowhere this 6-2 guy just yams it down on the other side of the rim so TD always gets a few highlight plays quickly Riker do you think Terrence Davis deserves a couple minutes because tonight in 12 minutes had six points a lot of those came really fast had five personal fouls yikes but he's definitely a bucket very quickly five fouls in 12 minutes six points do you think he deserves a few more minutes
1: I haven't heard any more of his situation lately. So mm-hmm. I don't know how high Nick nurse likes him as a person or the rest of the guys. Like, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So let us mm-hmm. know in the comments, if you have any additional reports on what's going on with him, because just as a basketball player, like outside of everything else that's happening, he's a good, he's a good role player. He was good in a mm-hmm. stretch last season. I would like to see him maybe get more minutes at times, but you know what? I I'm a big eight man rotation guy, you know, yeah. and if we're getting good minutes from Stanley, Norm Powell, and Boucher, we don't need a ninth. Well, I guess, does Baines really count in that eight-man?
0: No. (laughs) No, so, like, there could be room for one more, if you know what I mean. So, one of those guys, they'll probably make it in there at some point. Nick Nurse has said these rotations are fluid, and if I were to bet, assuming all things are fine off the court, I think Terrence Davis is the player at the end of that season that will be getting those consistent 12 to 15 minutes at the end of the year. But... Not all plays can be the spicy pea lay of the day, and some just make you say, "Oh, geez." And Riker, there was one OGs similar to last game. OG, he was he was dribbling, he was posting up, and he had a good game tonight. Hit a few threes, but there was a point he was just posting up, and no one really guarding him, no one really reaching in, and he didn't dribble it off his foot. He didn't really fumble it or anything. He wasn't making a crazy move, and the ball just wandered out of bounds. I don't really know what what happened to that, but OG he's making me look like a fool for hyping up this man's handle all bubble season, but that has completely disappeared and yeah, that was a that was that I literally said OG's watching that, so you got to give it to him
1: at that point. was there a sniper in the building then? <laughs> 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 um I had one. I had one. It was Kyle Lowry. I don't remember what quarter this was, but he pulled it up through the classic. Kyle Lowry loves to draw fouls. As soon as he sees the hand come mm-hmm. in for a reach, he'll do the sweep through. He does a, one of the best in the league in terms of drawing fouls in that way. Frustrates some people, but he's a he's a he's a legend at it. Mm-hmm. And he had one where it was outside the three, and he jumped up and threw just a catapult at the rim. Pure shot. Like if you'll remember, yes, but if you'll remember, he had that exact shot last season against the Wizards. And it was called uh, an and one, and it was hyped up by all Instagram accounts, like cross NBA, so... It, it wasn't called an and one, but they didn't call anything, so
0: the three just counted, but this one didn't it even didn't count. It didn't count in this game. Yeah. yeah, it didn't count in this Oh, game. it
1: wasn't even an and yeah, one last yeah, yeah. game <laughs> against the Wizards.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they didn't even call a foul on this one. This one, they... I think they called the foul, but they didn't give him the yep. bucket, so... that's unfortunate if the refs ref nba referees watching this podcast if you see kyle lowry going out there get fouled on a three just don't call it if you're not going to give him the shot because he's gonna make it anyways he's two for two on those wild chris boucher slingshots but over his head but finally the infamous the one the only damari Carroll gold star award and Riker. for a game like this you kind of feel bad giving it to someone that comes out and plays but I do want to throw it out there because we haven't talked about much in the last few podcasts, but Fred Van Vleet came out of this season on absolute fire. Following the first two games, Fred was our only real true scorer, and he's currently our leading scorer right now. I think he's averaging over 20 points per game, but in the last few nights, he's looked just a little bit out of sorts, so to speak. He's not doing anything stupid, which is leading to negative plays on the offensive end when he's out there and he's always a great defender but he's not really looking for a shot they aren't really going in when he's taking them took 10 shots tonight one for six from three two for 10 from the field six points six assists but for a guy that's obviously expected to take more of that offensive load just got the big contract extension you'd hope there'd be more consistency he was called isn't he was nicknamed steady freddy for his consistency early in his or his first few seasons of his career but now He's been up and down, and he's currently
1: in a down point, Riker. Yeah, he's in a down point. He's taking more shots in the paint. I like to flex my knowledge of how good he was in the Boston game with also how many Boston Celtics bigs I know by name. Grant Williams, Robert Williams, Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice. He was scoring in the paint over all of those guys. He hasn't been as good since, and I thought really the difference in that Boston game compared to these games is – his pace, his stop Mm -hmm. and start, he would get past them really quick and then he would slow down. It's almost like a fadeaway but not. You know when you stop on your second step and you come up slow and the timing just throws shot blockers off. He's kind of doing really fast moves to the paint, but those ones are easier for the bigs to get a hand on or swat or whatever because they're running full speed with you, right? And they have a foot over him plus length. So he's coming away from things that I think will allow him. Plus he's pretty inefficient from three here this evening but he's still out there his attitude isn't slowing down or hampering the rest of the raptors team he's still doing the right things so i'm not even going to criticize him here in this one ben
0: yeah it's a, a no hate to mario kill gold star but definitely something we should mention and yeah the, fred and Vliet, the one thing too is these teams have been running zone so as you said it's tougher to finish in the paint as a smaller guard going up against his own but fred is such a good shooter you think he'd be able to just knock down threes on the sides when there's holes at the top of the key but That's just how it's been, but, Riker, the Toronto Raptors are back. This is the first game we've really properly seen the Raptors, it feels like, and hopefully we'll carry it forward. We're on a three-game win streak, an actual win streak right now. We were kind of memeing it earlier, but proper three-game win streak. You guys are the best to make it this far. Check out the Twitter. The IG has been popping, the IG reels. The TikTok game has been going. Josh Goodwin, our writer, our lead writer, he's starting to make videos on the Instagram, so definitely check those out. We got articles being posted. So stay tuned to everything we're doing at the Raptors Digest. You're flexing that hoodie record. Do you want to?
1: This is all. Wait. Oh, I threw the hat so far away. I was going (laughs) to throw it again for emphasis. The Raptors are back, Ben. Cheers. (laughs) Love it. I didn't.